0: going on people it's your boy clechi or clechi or Kalechi, depending on how you can say my name coming back with another episode of rambling mind podcast how y'all doing i hope y'all have had a wonderful week we're getting ever so close to the weekend we're, we're at friday junior and we just gotta get just one more day and we're right there in the weekend How y'all doing? I hope y'all have been having a wonderful, wonderful week. First of all, before we get into any topic, I'd just like to say thank you to all those who are supporting this podcast. All those who have shared it, all those who have liked it, all those who have reviewed it. I really do appreciate all of it and keep it going. Keep sharing this podcast with other people. Don't make it just a you thing. Let other people get in on a little bit and get some of this information so they can enjoy my wonderful voice, if I do say so myself. And you know, get some of the knowledge that I'm trying to share. And I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you are new around this part, thank you for checking out the podcast. On this podcast, we talk about business, we talk about life, we talk about faith, we talk about sports, we talk about Politics, talk about culture, we talk about all kinds of stuff. That's why it's called the Rambling Mind Podcast because I tend to ramble on and on and on and on and on. And I just thought I would share some of my ramblings with everybody else. But anyway, I just want to say thank you for checking out the podcast. And before we get into anything, did y'all see the new logo? Did y'all see that new cover art? Shout out to my girl by Rama, aka Fanny. She hooked it up for me, man. I mean. If you need illustration done, if you need graphic art stuff done, if you need any of that, she is amazing at it. You should go check out her Instagram page. I'll leave a link in this podcast for it, but she's just so amazing at it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just, I'm just grateful for it. And it looks dope. It looks so dope to finally have an actual official cover art for Rambling Mind. And hopefully one day that can become more of a, uh, you know, t-shirt, logo, stickers, all that kind of stuff down the line. But for right now, it is a dope cover art that I have for this podcast. Did you know that the week from the 10th of September until the 19th of September is a palindrome? It's the week of palindrome. I didn't even realize it when I did the last one until afterwards. And I was like, I read something and they were like, if you, and in case you don't know, before I get into the Let me explain. A palindrome is a word that can be written forward or backwards and it would say the same thing. So uh, that would be words like, you know what? I don't even got words. I ain't got words, but I know numbers though. 333 is a number that can be written forward and backwards and it's still the same number. So it's the same way with the date. Now you have to take out the 2000 in the 2019, but if you flip it, the numbers are going to line up to be perfect, to be for, uh, like for example, when I'm recording this, it's the 18th, so the numbers would be 9, 18, 19. And if you flip it backwards, it'll still be 9, 18, 19, which is crazy. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I love how that happened. But however, this only works when you use the United States standard of writing dates and all that good stuff. Now that we've gotten some of the fun stuff out of the way, or uh, really the nerd stuff out of the way, let's get into the topics for today. So we're going to start with, I don't know if everybody heard about this news, but there was a drone strike in Saudi Arabia on Saudi owned oil fields. It knocked out nearly half of all Saudi Arabia's oil production. That's about 5 million barrels a day, which is a lot. It caused a lot of prices and stock markets to fluctuate. Oil prices jumped 15% when this happened. The attack happened on Sunday. And since then, they've kind of been able to bring back some of the project, uh, production of it. President Trump said that if he needs to, he will tap into the America's strate- strategic oil reserves if needed. And attacks is being uh, claimed by rebels in Yemen, but the U.S. believes that it's Iranian attackers who did it or the Iranian government that is behind the attack. The big deal about this news, besides the fact that the oil fields got attacked, is the fact that this attack has been happening over and over and over, over the pan of four months. And also, it's the big, the even bigger side of it is Saudi Arabia is number two oil-producing nation in the world, behind the United States. I didn't even know the United States was number one right now. I thought the United States was still behind. But they're number two, and they produce about 18% of the world's oil. Now, the bigger deal about this issue is the fact that Saudi Arabia utilities and facilities keep being attacked. In the last four months, they have been attacked six times, whether it's their oil tankers or their energy facilities. And most of these attacks have always been linked back into uh, to either these Yemen uh, rebels or to Iranian uh, government as the U.S. wants it to be. Now, the even bigger side of that and the thing that you should really focus on is It's the fact that if it is Iran that is doing this attack, the U.S. has already said that they are ready to go to war with Iran. These are the words of the president, and they're ready to go to fight Iran on behalf of their allies, which is Saudi Arabia. Now, if the U.S. steps in to fight on behalf of Saudi Arabia, Russia, who is the ally of Iran, is saying that they will step in as well. So it's that whole web of you have these allies, these countries are your allies, And if one country goes to war, everybody goes to war. Now, the even bigger side of this is the four countries that are beefing the US, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and Russia are the four biggest oil producing are four of the five biggest oil producing countries in the world. In other words, if these countries go to war for any reasons, your pockets ain't going to like it and the world ain't going to like it on top of everything because us versus russia it ain't it ain't good for anybody either way it ain't good for anybody if two of these world powers go to war like direct war and battle anything but the bigger thing is there will be an increase in gas prices but it shouldn't affect you too much because the u.s over the last since the last oil short shortage in 2000 and oh what was that year when we had the major oil shortage, but I can't remember. But since that time, the US has been it has found ways to insulate itself from oil production of the world being shortened and those prices jacking up because it's simple economics, supply and demand. If supply goes down and demand is high, the prices are gonna be jacked up. If supply is high then and demand is low, prices are gonna come down. Right now, prices are kinda of jacked up because demand is high. And supply isn't where it should be even though there's a lot of excess oil available if necessary so that's just uh one of the t- top news that is going on right now is just keep an eye on gas prices it will hurt your pockets and on the other side as we've been talking about consumer spending is the one thing that has been keeping the united states economy kind of on the up and up and hasn't really been seeing the effects of the trade war if these things if these gas prices start launching up People are going to be a little bit tighter on that wallet, a little bit tighter on, oh, I got to buy this much for gas now. Gas is kind of skyrocketing on me. I can't buy what I need to. You're going to be seeing a lot more of the economy kind of shooting up and down. And also later this week, we're supposed to be hearing from Jerome Powell, who is the Fed chairman, United States Federal Reserve chairman. And he is supposed to be the expectation is he's going to announce another interest rate cut in order to help boost the economy. To keep climbing and keep doing well especially with all this trade trade war discussion and all this trade issues that will help the economy and help consumers keep spending because if you don't have a high interest rate you have more money in your pocket even though your house value might decrease a little bit but it helps in other areas of buying and selling stuff whether it be in credit cards or any of this other stuff so that's something to note that is coming up and we'll talk about that next week so in case y'all don't know in the tech world, we call September and October tech and Techtober because there is going to be a bunch of new releases. Every fall, there's a bunch of new releases in preparation for the holiday season, which is when most people buy all their tech stuff. If they buy it for Christmas time, that's when most people go shopping anyway, and they buy all kinds of stuff. So there's a lot of new releases. We already had iPhone have their release of phones, but they're supposed to have another event in October in Cupertino. And we're expecting to see more shiny things such as maybe, uh, more iPads, maybe a new MacBook, maybe AirPods. So that's something to expect. Google has already announced its event. It's always in October and it's on October 15th where they're going to, we're going to see a lot of new hardware, probably some new software with their Google suite. We're going to see how they're developing new software for how Google is going to track you and all that good stuff. A lot of new ad revenue stuff, I bet. And then we're going to see new phones. Not, I don't know how many of you care about Google products. I do. I use Pixel products a lot. So we should be seeing some new Pixels, some new Google Chromebooks. We should be seeing some new hardware in general, some new hardware from Google. And Facebook just announced new hardware today, the 18th, when I'm recording this. They announced a TV set-top box, a version of the Portal line of products they had. Previously announced, they announced a new set top box to connect to your TV so they can track you that way. I'm just kidding. I, see, I keep saying track because I'm just trying to get into people's minds, but these companies be, they be trying to get to know you a little bit too much. And I don't trust Facebook. So no Facebook product is coming in my pro, coming into my house. I don't trust Facebook like that. You know, I don't like them. But anyway, you can basically connect the set top box to your TV and video conference that way using the Facebook system. Later on, we also have an announcement for Microsoft to have an event on October 2nd, and they're probably going to announce some new Surface books, which I am looking forward to because I need a new laptop. My laptop is kind of on its last leg. I did some upgrades to it, so it's kind of pushing through, but it's finicky sometimes, man. You don't know. It's very, very finicky. So I'm looking forward to the new Surface books that's going to be announced. And also, they're supposed to be a new Dual screen product that you can have a screen on both sides, which is pretty gonna be pretty cool. And Amazon should be right around the corner to announce more Echo devices in the coming months. So, there's a lot of, especially the big companies, are gonna be announcing a lot of products. And you should also see products for laptops. This is this news is basically all for the tech heads out there. Most other people are just gonna, like, I know my siblings are gonna call me and be like, Hey, I'm trying to get a new phone. What phone should I get? Or people that I know who don't really care about technology like that. They ain't gonna do all this research. So this, this news is mainly for those people. You should probably, for those of you listening to this, go tell those people about all these dates and tell them to go watch this stuff so they can tell you about what you can get. Because I know most people don't care about this stuff like that. For us tech heads, we love these kind of news. We love to see these products, even though most of the time, There's no big upgrade, just like the iPhone that just came by. There was no major upgrade that came with it. Nothing that really stood out. But we love to see these things because we love new products and we love shiny new things. For those of you who aren't a tech head, this is just for you to inform those people who are tech heads to keep these dates in mind because you're going to be asking them questions afterwards. But anyway, moving on and speaking about Amazon and them releasing some Echo devices to come out later on, some fire and Echo devices come out later on, Amazon got themselves in some trouble now. Amazon put themselves in a little bit of the frying pan. So Amazon has a group called A9, and basically what A9 is, is the group that handles all the search algorithms of Amazon, that basically powers when you search, like, I need some new flip-flops, and put in the thing, flip-flops, it pops the... They make sure that you get relevant information to what you're searching about, and they control how that algorithm works and how what products come up. And most of the time, it tries to push up products that are relevant to you and other people have bought and said these products are good. Well, Amazon got caught cheating a little bit. Amazon, a story by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Journal, journey. My goodness, Wall Street Journal found that Amazon. Tweaked their search algorithm a little bit to line their pockets up with some cash. They just did a little, they did a little one-two-one-two, slip up, kind of switch stuff up a little bit. Just change it around, you know, get their products to be on the top a little bit. Trying to, you know, finesse their way without hope seeing that nobody's going to notice. But they got caught. So what they did was literally tweak their search algorithm to... Push up some Amazon basic products to kind of be more represented in the searches. So people will be like, Oh, this must be a good product. So I'm just going to buy this Amazon basic product rather than buying the brand or whatever that is right next to it. So they were able to kind of line their pockets up a, a lot. Now, this is different from when you have like great value, great value on a shelf and you have like you have your regular crackers and then you have your great value crackers or you have your, you have your tied laundry stuff and then you have your great value laundry stuff. The difference in this is Amazon is not allowed to play that kind of game where in a store you're walking down the aisle and you're actually seeing what you're buying on Amazon sides. It's all algorithms that is helping you make that purchase that is bringing those things to your forefront because how many of y'all actually go to the second page on Amazon? or if matter of fact how many of y'all scroll down to the bottom of the first page on amazon i bet you 90 percent of us don't do that i know i hardly if ever go to the second page on amazon first of all side note amazon probably has the worst the absolute worst descriptions on earth i like i always have to go to best buy first Look at, okay, I need this thing, this thing, this thing. And then I go to Amazon to search for what I'm looking for because Amazon just has the absolute, if you don't know exactly what you're searching for, Amazon has absolutely the worst when it comes to actually searching for first stuff because it has too many products. There's just so much stuff flowing through Amazon that it just brings up irrelevant stuff sometimes especially when you're looking for a more specific thing where if you go on best buy you put some random stuff in the search lane it'll pop up the things it needs to pop up but amazon just be anyway that's you see this i'd be anyway we just move on from that back on topic so yeah amazon was caught doing this of course they didn't they denied it they said no we didn't do this like we obviously want to promote our products as well but we never actually forcefully pushed our products to the top so they will compete with other products that's what they said but nobody's gonna believe them because if you've noticed recently i know i've noticed it where i'm seeing a whole lot more amazon basic products for anything like if you're searching for batteries amazon basic products right there on top if you're searching for a charging cord amazon basic product right there on top i was looking for a a t uh Computer stand the other day, computer monitor stand the other day for work and Amazon basic right up there, right on top. So there was definitely a tweak done to the algorithm and there was definitely a push up. Now, the problem is Amazon already has some anti competitive lawsuits again against it from the FTC, the DOJ, the E. Let me just say everybody coming for Amazon, man. The FC, everybody is coming for these for Amazon and it's not just Amazon they're coming after. But this does not look good on Amazon. This does not look good for them after they already have all these lawsuits that's coming coming to take some cash out of their pockets. So Amazon is on deep, deep doo-doo. And the whole thing that even makes this even worse is the fact that A9, which is the subset of Amazon, is actually its own company in in a sense. It's got a company separated from Amazon to prevent it from having these issues, to prevent it and insulate it from being focused on the bottom line of Amazon, the company itself, but rather being focused on the customer and helping the customers. And this is going very much against the entire value or the entire idea of Amazon, which is customer first, customer above everything else. And it doesn't make any sense as to how A9, which is supposed to be separate from the entity of Amazon, which that didn't happen. Somehow they got bypassed somehow in the whole thing. Amazon still was able to force their way in into A9 to get what they wanted. Moving on from that, we move into Netflix. Another company that's seeing red right now. Uh, Netflix. Woo. Netflix taking blows from all over the place. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but it seems like everybody is coming out with streaming services now. There's too many subscription streaming ser- First of all, there's too many subscription services available. I mean you can get a subscription service for a pen you can get you know you know the thing that's really annoying to me right now is the fact that there's a card game i love solitaire by the way i don't know if any any of y'all love solitaire like i love solitaire i love solitaire and recently my the solitaire game that i have all of a sudden wants me to be paying five dollars a month for solitaire what everything got a subscription service nowadays everything under the sun you can get a subscription service for soap you can get a subscription service for pens you can get a subscription service for food you can get everything has a subscription service and it's so annoying it's too much and even more so entertainment they have all kinds of subscription service you got hulu you got voodoo you got netflix you got at&t you got Disney Plus, you got Apple Plus, what's up with the pluses? You got, oh, NBC just announced theirs, Peacock, it's called Peacock. Uh, you got uh, Spectrum as their service. You got, you got HBO Max. Like, my goodness, there's so many. CBS Now, look, like, there's so many subscription services. And this is posing a problem for Netflix because Netflix had a hold on that. Not a whole lot of companies had their own subscription service available. Netflix had a hold on that. But they're starting to lose that hold. For the first time, Netflix, in their earnings report, reported that they lost subscribers, which is a big deal. They lost subscribers for the first time in, I think, like 10 years, which is crazy. And apart from that, with all these other companies coming up and having subscription services, some of the problem is like some of the key shows for Netflix is being pulled by the owners of these shows. For example, shows like Friends, The Office, all Disney shows, which is the ones that I love watching on Netflix, all those special Disney shows that you watch, the Marvels, Marvel shows and everything, all those are gone. All those are going bye-bye Parks and Recreation, some of these shows that, some of these sitcoms that we go and just kind of turn on and watch back-to-back-to-back episodes and just kind of lose ourselves. All these shows are being pulled by these companies that own these shows, So, and one of the biggest things is like, in case you don't know, the things that really, that really keep people around for, for streaming services, it's not the big blockbuster shows. It's not your stranger things. It's not your house of cards. It's not those shows. It's the sitcoms that keep people subscribed. It's not those bigger shows because what happens with the bigger shows is people subscribe binge watch the show and then cancel their subscription right away because people are like that's all i want to watch this show for is they sign up pay that one month finish the show and they're out they bounce so netflix has been trying to figure out ways they can they can fight this and they've been doing if you've noticed netflix has been switching into a week-to-week basis for releasing shows and releasing episodes much like cable tv does because of the whole idea of like people aren't paying for subscription services anymore people have found a roundabout way to go around that idea and so the main thing that keeps people coming back for sick for these streaming services is sitcoms which is why we're seeing all kinds of money being paid for these things for example the big bang theory which is owned by cbs is now on hbo and they bought it for 600 million dollars for that tv show Friends, they paid $425 million for that show to be on HBO. So it's crazy. You see in the numbers, and then recently Netflix just acquired Seinfeld for $500 million. So these shows, sitcoms are a big deal. Sitcoms are a really massive deal for these streaming networks. It's the thing that keeps people coming back. It's the thing that people like to just throw on. They're like, oh, what am I going to watch? What am I going to watch? I don't really know what to watch because there's so many options. Like, you know what? I'm just going to throw on The Office or I'm just going to throw on Friends or I'm just going to throw on any one of these shows because... They're just something that you can easily watch over and over and over and over again. It's not something where it's like a drama-filled TV show like Stranger Things where you watch it one time, it's like I'm good, I'm cool. I don't need to watch it again because I know what the storyline is. And it's but on the other hand, in sitcoms, you have the overlaying story and then you have the underneath story for each episode that make you laugh when you watch it. And it's like, oh cool, I'll just watch this rerun again. And it keeps you coming back. So, an analogy you can think of when you're thinking of these streaming companies and why they're spending so much on sitcoms. Sitcoms are the french fries for Netflix. Sitcoms are what french fries is for McDonald's to Netflix. So, McDonald's, I don't know if y'all know this, but McDonald's french fries is the, like, is it. I, tell me a better french fry. Tell me a better fast food french fry. Because I ain't, I don't know it. I don't know it. Like, McDonald's fast food french fry is pretty up there. If seasoned right. But... That's the thing that keeps people coming back to McDonald's, and it's the same way for sitcoms. Sitcoms is the thing thing that keeps people coming back to Netflix or keeps people coming back to whatever streaming company, and that's why they are paying top dollar for these streaming uh, streaming platforms or paying top dollars for these sitcoms. It's so important for these companies to be able to get these sitcoms on the way. Keep checking out for that, and these streaming companies, I think... One thing I want to say, and I think it's going to happen in the future, is we're going to start seeing a lot of bundle deals. Kind of how we saw cable companies become a thing so people can have more channels to watch. I'm thinking we're going to see a lot more bundle deals because there's too many subscription packages. People are not going to want to, I paid Netflix their own fee. Now I have to pay Hulu. Now I have to pay Disney. Now I have to pay Datuan. Now I have to pay ESPN. Now I have to pay... There's too many subscription services. So what I'm predicting is there's going to become, there's going to become a company, which this is an idea that somebody is going to steal, but a company is going to find a way to be able to bundle these services all into one. So you're going to have a service where it's... In fact, we're actually seeing it because we're seeing Disney and Hulu as a service package deal being delivered to people. We're seeing Hulu and Spotify as a package deal being delivered to people. So I'm seeing we're going to be seeing more and more of that. As a matter of fact, you're seeing T-Mobile, you're seeing it with a lot of cell phone companies. T-Mobile plus Netflix, if you get T-Mobile you have Netflix for free. That's a package deal. I think who I think it was it's a Sprint that gives you Hulu, I want to say. I'm not too sure about that. But we're seeing these packages being done in different ways. And that's what I'm predicting is going to keep happening, but in bigger, bigger bulks where you're having multiple packages, where you're going to have not just your TV shows, but also music being packaged together with it or a TV show music and whatever else, sports being packaged as one one thing with a cable company, not a cable company, but with a, a cell phone company or something like that, because people are not going to be willing to want to keep paying all these different subsects of subscription packages because it's just out of hand and there's way too many companies and there's way too many subscriptions that we have to be dealing with out there. But anyway, before I leave here, this are some interesting stories that I couldn't really get into because just we're running out of time. I'm almost hitting that 30 minute mark. I've been rambling on a little bit too much about different things within each one of these topics. But the first one is, GM is losing over $100 million a day. Now your question is, how is that happening? Why are they losing a $100 million a day? Well, 50 plants are shut down. 50 of their manufacturing plants are shut down due to a strike by the union, the auto something workers union. And they're on strike because they want higher pay and some other uh, things that they want GM to give to them. And also because of something GM did where it shut down a few plants with where it had promised not to. And so they want to strike. And that's a lot of money that they're losing. So they better come to that table fast and come right or else investors ain't going to be too happy this year. All right, moving on from that, Bill Gates just released his report card of how we are doing as the human race. So Bill Gates every year kind of takes stock of how the world is doing when it comes to poverty, when it comes to health, when it comes to technology being spread in different places, stuff like that. Um, He takes a stock in it. Because his new venture life is philanthropy, so he's helping in different areas. And he released a report, and he releases a report card of how we're doing overall, places we can improve on, and all that good stuff. Well, he graded the entire human race and he said, we gotta see. Said we're not doing as much as we can to help stop poverty. We're not doing as much as we can to help the environment and those kind of things. So, you know, you know what they say though: C's do get degrees. So, we'll keep trying, but C's do get degrees. I remember that saying in college, because I got a couple C's, but I got that degree, and that's all that matters, baby. Thank God, we made it out. All my college students out there, you know what I'm talking about. When you get that C, you're like, Whoo! At least we made it across that line, we passed. That's all that matters. But anyway, some quick sports before I get out of here, because there's no way I cannot talk about sports, eh? We shall talk these sports. Champions League is, was back this week. It was pretty fun. Well, I, I saw a couple of the games, you know, on my work though. And I couldn't really watch all the games, which was kind of sad. And yeah, both of my teams, first of all, Man U didn't even make it. And then second of all, Real Madrid got smashed! Real Madrid got absolutely destroys! Man, you know what? I don't even know, man. And then, on the other hand, some interesting stuff. Juve got beat by Atletico Madrid, which is crazy. And I think, what was the other interesting? Liverpool lost to Napoli. That was another kind of interesting game. But it also, they lost because of a penalty, which was very iffy as to if it should be given or not. But anyway, that's beside here and there. And then in the football side of things, and I'm only going to talk about these two sports. In the football side of things, there's a lot of injuries, but it's football. So injuries happen, but it's two big names this year. So Ben Roethlisberger who's a quarterback for the for the Steelers and Drew Brees who's the quarterback for the Saints both got hurt and these are big name quarterbacks in the league and so it really like puts a damper on the season a little bit but for my Ravens it's looking nice for us. I'm just saying, Lamar Jackson out here throwing the ball all over the place. He looking like a superstar. So we might be able to do something this year. I'm just saying. I'm a little. Let me not. Worry, you know. Let me, not, let me just calm down a little bit. But I'm excited about this season. Maybe we can do something this year. You know. You know. It's good. It might be good. It might be good. You never know. You never know. Anyway, <laughs> it's been your boy, Kelechi. and this has been the Rambling Mind Podcast. Please share and leave a review if you have not done so. And thank you all for listening and God bless. Peace.